Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast, episode 31, with me, Sarah Hunt. And me, Jess Hunt. Welcome everyone to episode 31 already and we're definitely moving into the autumn aren't we Jay? I've noticed a real drop in temperature in the last two or three days um, certainly down here in Bedfordshire don't know what it's like in Leicestershire I'm sure you can fill us in. <laughs> I'm still wearing shorts. Oh my goodness you wear shorts in the winter anyway. Well <laughs> maybe not quite winter winter but yeah I mean quite, quite often well into October. But, um, I've got my jumpers out now. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I, excuse me. <clears throat> I have got a jumper on and uh, we haven't put the heating on, though. So, no, no, it's well too early for the heating yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the first of October yet, is it? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, OK, so today um, we thought we'd look at why do we attract unhealthy relationships? Mm hmm. So um, I think this is quite um, quite a topic that probably all of us have experienced in one way or another. And it may not have been an intimate relationship. It might have been a work relationship or a friendship that's become unhealthy. Um, but what is unhealthy in a relationship? How would you describe it? In this context, in, in terms of unhealthy and relationships, and I would say it's a relationship that's no longer serving you. It's, yeah, it's something absolutely. that something that doesn't bring you joy or comfort or friendship or closeness or intimacy or whatever it is that that relationship was giving you. Yeah, absolutely. And to me as well, unhealthy relationships, there's, there's a spectrum. So, <laughs> so they can be a bit kind of unhealthy in that, you know, there's the odd argument, the odd, odd upset, but you kind of find a way through it towards really what I would call toxic, where there's a lot of control and coercive um, stuff going on and maybe things like gaslighting going on as well. So it's not, you know, a, a, to me, a relationship can be unhealthy purely and simply because you're not communicating with each other properly and, and not understanding each other. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you've got to part your ways, but it's not serving you in the way that perhaps it could serve you to um to help you to move forward um also in my um in my line of work certainly the way that i look at things is that these relationships we attract these relationships because actually the universe is the mirror and it's flagging up really important stuff for us to be looking at in ourselves and we need to be going is that a bit of me in there <laughs> do i need to look at that do i behave like that um, is it something that I need to address in myself? And, and often um, I found that if it if it's something that's being flagged up to me that um, that I need to address, once I've addressed it, I don't attract people in in the same way. Or the the person that was flagging that up to me, either the relationship improves, or they kind of drift off into the distance, and um, we we kind of move on on our on our pathways. Yeah, I think there's I think there's another layer to that that I'd like to add to that. So I think you're right. We um, 
are in situations in our life, in relationships and, and other places for things to be mirrored to us that we need to look at and, and uh, address within ourselves. I also think it goes a little bit more uh, as well um, that we manifest all the time. So if we are focused on something negative or we're focused on controlling and this can be unconsciously not necessarily consciously then we can attract those people to us so if we're in a so for example when i started drinking at <coughs> age well before i was legally allowed to hey ho um back in those days we didn't have id in the same way as we do now and very many landlords turned a blind eye anyhow um I ended up mixing with people that led me down a path of being out drinking regularly when I shouldn't be. That was unhealthy for me. But the more I did it, the more of that type of person I attracted. So I might have jumped from one group of people to drink with drinking to another group of people, but I was still out drinking. So because that's where my mindset was, I was attracting those people to me. Now, the reason I say that is because, for example, if I've been in a narcissistic relationship, if I've been in a relationship with a narcissist, someone who's narcissistic, who is completely and utterly controlling and they have no, no concept of what it is about sharing a relationship, it's all about what they want and what their view is of everything. Yeah, if we take it to a degree, the nth degree then that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily narcissistic. It means I could be controlling in to some level. And, and maybe we are, and maybe this is the best example to use because maybe we are all controlling to some degree under some circumstances. But that mirroring to me and me drawing in a narcissistic person into a relationship doesn't mean I'm necessarily narcissistic and have to look at those sort of uh, traits that a narcissist would commonly have. I would like to suggest that because <laughs> of the way that the universe mirrors things, that sometimes we need stuff highlighted in a really big way to us. So a narcissist would come in and be very, very controlling and perhaps very manipulative mm -hmm. in a big way to show us that there's still a little bit of us that is controlling, that can be manipulative. I'm not saying that's always the case, but it can be like that sometimes for us on a soul level to recognize those traits in ourselves. We need it blown up really big in front of us. Yeah. OK, that's a valid that's a valid point. But it but it could also be. And certainly I found that with clients that I've worked with where there's an entanglement of energies for many, many lifetimes. And um and so it it's like being on elastic. They get get pulled back to that same person and have the same issues over and over again because you've actually got to stand up to them and say, no, this isn't acceptable. I'm worth more than that. I'm not going to allow you to do this to me anymore. And I'm not accepting it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So extrapolating that out someone who continually attracts the same type of character in a 
in a friendship relationship part because I mean you know you can have you could be controlled and manipulated by a friend not necessarily intimate, yeah, absolutely. In intimate yeah, relationship I've certainly experienced that and um then that's because you haven't cleared whatever it is you haven't um dealt with whatever it is that and, and so it continues to happen to you because it's like no come on yeah you've got a lesson to learn here and it might be that your lesson is to actually stand up and say no i'm not accepting this behavior anymore this yeah because particularly yeah. in that environment or that scenario then it's disempowering they're taking the power away from you or you're allowing your power to be taken away from you so by standing up to that and saying actually no enough done then yeah. that's now taking your power back yeah so it's about yeah so then you're taking your power back but then it's it's being able to set boundaries it's being able to stand in your own power and stick with it and not allow yourself to be manipulated again which which can be quite difficult especially in in really toxic relationships you know the the because of the the emotional stuff that's gone on perhaps the patterning and programming that you've come in with um that you've and the stuff that you've learned from from family you know um going down the line um and and you know i sometimes it i certainly remember years ago when i was married and wanting to get out of the marriage i remember saying to our aunt um well i've made my bed i've got to lie in it and that was that was a belief that i had because of our parents belief around marriage mm -hmm. and and um i remember um i'd gone to visit this aunt and she turned around to me and said no you don't have to <laughs> you can actually deal with it and don't worry mum and dad will will support you i'm sure they will um but i needed to hear that because in my mind i'd made my bed and i'd got to lie in it i'm stuck with it mm -hmm. for however long so um, so, so your belief systems, which we've talked about previously, your belief systems can have quite an effect on how you actually are able to deal with um, a relationship that's not serving you, that's unhealthy. Yeah. And that's a very important point that just to go back to, as, as we've talked about belief systems, but we've also talked about beliefs previously as well, um, is, you know, these are things that they're not even necessarily ours. They're adopted from somebody else. So in this case, they're adopted from mum and dad or, or our parents or, you know, other people that we associate with when we're younger. Mm. And we can take on that belief. Well, even societal, you know, marriage is for life and, and all those things. Although maybe society doesn't believe that anymore with the divorce rates being where they are and, and everything. But certainly in our parents' generation, it was you married for life. Yeah, absolutely. And and that's where that belief came for me. But it's, uh, I also, you know, I also have this belief that belief, <laughs> this understanding that pe some people come in for a reason, some for a season and some yeah. for a lifetime. Um, and those that, that come in for a reason, there's usually, well, there's always something to learn from, um, from any relationship you have, whether that's a friendship, whether that's an intimate relationship, whether that's um, a work relationship um there, there is always something that we can learn but we're also we also are teaching other people as well about themselves so so all of the relationships we have are to help us to come to a greater understanding of ourselves on our on our journey of self-awareness mm -hmm. 
Um, and, and it's just different things are shown us in different ways. And, you know, whilst we're talking about unhealthy relationships here, remember that when you've got a healthy friendship, when you've got a healthy, intimate relationship, those people are reflecting things back to you as well. But they're reflecting all the things you like about yourself yeah. back to you. So, you know, if you've got if you're with somebody that's very loving, very caring, demonstrative um, and you like all of that, then that's because you're like that. And 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 their traits that that you like about yourself um so so you know don't do remember that it's not just the bad stuff that's flagged up to us it, it is the good stuff as well the things that that are there to to show us that actually you are very loving you are um um very caring you you um pay attention to detail whatever it might be in whatever scenario you're experiencing it it's the universe is always showing us the good and the not so good and the not so good is to help us to develop and you know we need something to work on so that we can uh, move towards reaching our full potential yeah i mean just in terms of definition of of the good and the not so good yeah. is it depends on on the individual because i think we mentioned this in the belief systems you know, you've got beliefs that serve you, you've got beliefs that don't serve you. But the beliefs that don't serve you doesn't mean that those beliefs won't serve somebody else. So mm. it's just looking at this objectively in terms of, you know, what do I want in my life? Is this acceptable behavior towards me? Am I? So the first question, like you've said, like we've said, is what what's my lesson here? What is it that this person is is demonstrating to me that's triggering me that I don't like? How does that show up in other areas of my life? Not in this relationship, but where else does it show up? So that you start going down that route. And we've talked about things like, you know, journaling, meditation, all those sorts of things to actually just reflect, uh, you know, going into your, into your intuition and, and just reflecting on things. And then the next step is then asserting boundaries or reasserting them if you did assert them in, in, in originally but asserting your boundaries with if you go back to the boundaries episode we talked about expecting pushback because yeah. if the boundaries weren't there in the first place and you suddenly start putting boundaries in then they're going to be whoa hang on a minute this isn't what whoa I'm not happy with this so you could end up with pushback and that's normal and that's okay yeah. Um, if anything, it means that you're doing the right thing because right thing. Yeah, because absolutely. if they're not if they're not happy with it, then they were quite happy tromping all over your boundaries and all over your flower bed, so to speak. So yeah, um, so putting boundaries in place definitely is to me is is step two in, in sort of my understanding. Mm. I think as well, it's it's recognizing what you feel is acceptable and what you feel is yeah. not because you know what I would find is acceptable behavior somebody else might not and yes. that'll be because of the journey that that each person's had and and you know and I know in my own experience I've I've taken a lot that I shouldn't have done because because I was a bit of a people pleaser when I was younger so I would do what I could to to people please and and keep the person happy rather than actually look at it and go hang on a minute this isn't acceptable whereas now I won't put up with behavior that I would have put up with before and I I would you know I would speak up and say no this isn't acceptable I'm not happy with this um 
and I think that you know that's part of the the growth and and development as a human being and as you know on on so many levels that I've gone through over the the last 30 or 40 years you yeah. know it's um where I've been sort of consciously aware of the, the growth and development and and you know it's a, an important part of the journey is is to look back at what where you were to where you are now and that's what I always do with my clients is is say to them you know look look at where you were whatever point of time it needs to be um and look at where you are now see how you've progressed see how you don't accept things in the same way you do question or you do assert yourself or you make sure the boundaries are in place that kind of thing because all the experiences that we have help to create who we are and what we attract now yeah um and then what we attract now it kind of moves us forward doesn't it so and and it's it's accepting that although I talked about the good and the, and the not so good earlier really it's accepting that there is always something positive for it to come from every situation even the ones that that causes a lot of heartache um because everything is neither good nor bad it's just a learning experience yeah and that's yeah. The, the way I try to put it to my clients so that they can see the positive in it it's not good it's not bad it just is a learning experience and what's important is that we learn from it and, and when we learn from something we put the changes in to place that need to be put into place so that we don't keep repeating the same thing because if we keep repeating the same problem or keep attracting the same type of people in where we've not dealt with with the the behaviors and and done something to change things then the universe will keep sending them to us so that until we, it smacks us in the face, we go, hang on a minute, I really am not going to put up with this this time. Yeah. There's, I think there's, um, there's the recognition of this isn't acceptable to me. And I think in part that tends to come more easily with wisdom, with, with life experience. So the older we get, the certainly, certainly in my experience in my life, the older I've got, the more clear I've become about what I will accept, what I won't accept, and putting mm. boundaries down straight away. You know, yeah, it, 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 any sign of anything I don't like, or, or I've said I am not accepting that in my life anymore, then for me it's a see ya. Not it's just not going to happen. Um, so some of that comes with wisdom. I think the other thing is that we can get. So we could recognize I'm not happy with this behavior towards me from a from from a partner, a friendship, whatever. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean we've got the courage or the conviction or the self-belief to actually say, excuse me, but no, that's not going to happen. Mm. And so we might become aware of it, but not have that understanding and security within ourselves that I, I feel I have now compared to when I was say in my twenties. Yeah. To be able to say, actually, no. And I absolutely will and I absolutely have. In the last few years I've met people where I've just been sorry, but no. It's not gonna happen. Um back in my twenties, I might have tried to wriggle out of it, walk away from it or, or maneuver around it. But I wouldn't necessarily have turned around and said, actually, no. 
Yeah, I, I certainly wouldn't have. So, I wouldn't have. so I think some of it is wisdom and experience and some of it is understanding. But if you've got an understanding that it's not acceptable and you're not prepared or not feeling able to do something about it by putting your boundaries down, then again, that's an indicator that, that your self-worth needs looking at. And, and you need to look at the things that are around that and why you don't feel comfortable in yourself to say, actually, I'm a I'm a 100% me. I'm an individual. I, I have my rights as much as anyone else does. And this is not acceptable behavior for me, to me. I will not accept this behavior from you towards me. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. Absolutely. Yeah, it does make sense. But it but it it's still important to whilst you're saying and, and being assertive about the behaviour to somebody else, you also still need to look at yourself and say, Do I ever behave like that? Is it something that I need to address in me? And if you address it in you, it will disappear often. It will disappear in the other person because you don't need that highlighting to you anymore. So mm. it, you know, it it's kind of a combination, isn't it? Of yes. and and addressing it might just be putting the boundaries in place. You know, it might be because you need to look at the boundaries that you have set or not set um, to to change the energy of it all to stop that behaviour. But it, it's we we need to look at ourselves as well as look at the behaviour, and also to remember it's not the it's not the soul, it's not the person, it's the behaviour that's not yes. acceptable. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's also, sometimes it can be as simple as just recognising it. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, mm, I perhaps do that on occasion. Okay, I'm aware of that now. I'm now not going to do that or, or whatever, you know, and yeah. just, just acknowledging, okay, hands up, that's me. <laughs> Maybe not to that degree, but but, you know, and being, I think this is something else as well that I've learned and particularly with with what I do is we in human form we can be very reluctant to examine our own faults and look at our own faults um the word that's coming up for me is denial but I don't necessarily mean we deny it or do I I must do. Wow, yes, yeah. we didn't. I think I think there can be elements of denial going on. Certainly for me, actually, if I think back, then yes, I do mean denial in that sense. So behavior. You know that, what? Denial. I heard something really interesting the other day with denial. Sorry to butt in, but just while I remember it, um, denial. Don't even know I'm lying to myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And I thought, don't even know I'm lying. I thought, yeah, that's so true, isn't it? When when you're denying something, you're lying to yourself. You're not being honest with yourself, let alone anybody else that's around you. Um, and I think that's one of the things that's really important. And it's important when you're when you've got a situation where you've got an unhealthy relationship is to be honest with yourself. Yes. About the situation, and because if you can't be honest with yourself, you can't be honest with the other person. And, you know, I, I often say to people that come and see me um, with who've got relationship issues of some sort, whether that's work, whether it's a friendship, whether it's an intimate relationship, you know, the work that we'll do together will either clear stuff for you so that you have a smoother path ahead and it brings you together and your relationship 
serves both of you and it, it becomes healthy again or it will make you part the ways and I do do warn people that because it can go one of two ways depending on what it needs to do depending on what needs healing what needs to be addressed um but it's it comes back to being honest with yourself and I think one of the things that's really difficult and takes a lot of courage um is to be honest with yourself about a situation and about a relationship because but until you can be honest with yourself you can't really acknowledge the issues and and then look at what needs dealing with to move forward and and so many people end up in denial um because they're they're don't want to be honest with themselves and if you're not happy um and you don't want to let go of a, a relationship of whatever it happens to be then you know you can bet your bottom dollar the other person isn't happy but you need to admit it to yourself that you're not so that you can actually look at it and and find a way forward whether that's together or apart yeah and not go down the blame route because again yeah. when we when we feel under attack then we often go, so it's the, the instinct response of fight or flight. You know, we either hide away and head in the sand and allow it to happen to us and just try and ignore it. Or we go on attack and we start blaming the other person. It's their fault. It's the things that they're doing to us rather than, um, and you said this today, but we've also said it previously in, in various podcasts where the first place to look is what's my lesson here? What is this? situation actually showing me to then look at what my part in this is to then say okay so this is my part in this is this other person just reflecting that to me or do they have something that I can help them see learn move forward yeah. with yeah absolutely because where, wherever there is an unhealthy relationship it's not one person that's creating that sure, it's, sure. it's it's both parties and, and everybody needs to take responsibility for their part in the situation and look at their part of it um, and, and ex acknowledge and accept that they that there is no blame to be put anywhere because it takes two to make a relationship work and it takes two for it not to work. So um, and, that, and that's in any kind of relationship. So, you know, we, we all need to take responsibility as well for our part in the situation and um and be willing to acknowledge and accept that and and do something about it yeah yeah a, a situation just popped an example just popped into mind um so where where you've got friends who it always seems that you're the one instigating a conversation or a catch-up or a meet you know, let's meet or whatever and it always seems to be one-way communication then firstly it's both of you at the end of the day the telephone runs both ways as dad used to say um so if they're not contacting you then maybe it's for you to reflect on that and question well is this relationship actually something i really want to hang on to and if so why because mm -hmm. if it was a natural conversation a natural relationship on an even level where you're you know an equal that's the word i'm looking for an equal relationship then there would be two-way conversation. There would be two-way stuff moving backwards and forwards. It wouldn't just be down to one person always making the contact. Yeah, and I think that's that's important to remember, isn't it? And it doesn't matter 
whether it's a relationship with a sibling, a parent, um, a friend or um, a partner, it, it there needs to be balance. There needs to, it needs to be coming both ways. Both ways, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That was deep. It was, wasn't it? But, you know, I think it, it's an important topic to talk about because, you know, we, we all experience unhealthy relationships, but there's so much that we can learn from them. Um, but equally, you know, if we're in a, a really toxic relationship, then it can be difficult to to move forward and um, and actually deal with it. But but there's there's lots of of ways of getting help with that, and perhaps that's something we can look at in um in another podcast. Um, but I think it's just important to remember that that we have these experiences with people because it's part of our journey it's part of learning about ourselves it's part of um understanding who we really are and um and and to remember as well that we're teaching them as much as um they're teaching us so somebody who's teaching us to put boundaries in place we're also teaching that boundaries are important Mm -hmm. even if they don't like them so um and that you know we should have boundaries in place and that it's not acceptable to to um, tread all over somebody. So you know, it's always a two way thing. Yeah. Uh, it's whether both parties are willing to be open and honest enough with themselves to recognise the lessons that are there. Yeah, and I think it's also when you set your mindset, or when you know when you take on board that life is a learning experience all of this every single thing is this is a learning experience and look at everything as a learning experience then in a lot of ways that can actually make things a lot easier in terms of allowing yourself to facing up to the things you need to face up to and allowing yourself to explore them because as you were saying if it's everything is equal on both people's part then there is always a learning for you, then go look for it, go and find it because that is the solution to the problem rather than any other form of uh, emotion or action is yeah. to go and find out what what the, the purpose of that situation was for you to learn whatever it might be. Yeah. So life is a life is a fun journey. Well, okay. Life is a journey. <laughs> Not necessarily <laughs> fun in not. all areas, but well, but but but, but always learning. There's always learning, and and if you can step back from the intense situations, you know, and and see the learning from it, then that kind of lightens it, doesn't it? It doesn't make it quite so yeah. much of a struggle, <laughs> <laughs> for want of a better word. Um, but I think, yeah, I just think, you know, it's important to to recognise that we draw these relationships in because there's something to learn, something to develop, um, yeah. so a, a way for us to develop, to develop and be our better selves. And that's really what we want to be is the best we can possibly be at any moment in time. Yeah, absolutely. And on that absolutely awesome note, I think that's about it for today. Okay, okay.
thank you very much for an interesting uh, bit of conversation again, Jay. Um, it's good to catch up with you. And likewise. So it's um, goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. <laughs>